when we finished editing our interview with Chipotle's Chris Arnold, we realized there was some interesting stuff left on the proverbial cutting room floor. So here we present a bonus episode. We talk with Chris about the company's store design, their marketing, the terrific animation video Back to the Start featuring Willie Nelson, and other issues around food, food supply, and farmers seeking to work outside the industrial agricultural economy. This is Cornucopia. Store designs, I find them extremely compelling, very interesting use of corrugated metals, as well as those ads where there's just that large burrito to that animated video you did with the Willie Nelson soundtrack. There's a really, really great marketing team. Is that done in-house? Is that done through agencies? So the the store design um, is done almost all in-house. Uh, and, and the, the use of materials that, that you noted, the corrugated barn metal and, and plywood and, uh, things like that. Go back to the very first, uh, restaurant here in Denver and, um, in, in putting that restaurant together, uh, Steve didn't have a whole lot of money, uh, to open, uh, the first Chipotle. He, he opened that with, uh, a, a loan of about $85,000 from his dad and, and, the the materials that we used he, he liked I mean it kind of gave it this uh, kind of modern industrial aesthetic uh, they were also cheap and and lasted really well um, and and kind of in retrospect I think uh, you know there was a sort of stronger parallel between the materials and the design of the restaurant and the menu and the food than, than we realized uh, in the very beginning. Um, and, and that parallel was this. Chipotle's food is made with really common ingredients, chicken and peppers and cilantro and lime juice and um, herbs and spices and things, um, but used in ways that were um, pretty unusual. And, and, and we've always believed that that, that Sort of elevated our food into something that was, um, you know, more special and more unique. Um, our rice, for example, instead of being a kind of traditional uh, tomato-based Mexican rice, our rice is steamed jasmine rice uh, tossed with a little salt and and fresh chopped cilantro and and lime juice, and and so all you know, very common ingredients, but used in uncommon ways to create something more extraordinary. And and sort of through our early evolution, we, we really started to believe that you had a similar uh, kind of parallel with the design and construction of the restaurants, where they were made of these really sort of common building materials, but used in uncommon ways, which created an aesthetic that was, was more unique and extraordinary. Um, when you look at, at the, the, the marketing pieces that you, that you mentioned, that's sort of a combination of, of in-house and, and agency partners. The, the little animated 
film with the Willie Nelson song. Uh, we, we called it uh, Back to the Start. And it, uh, the story arc there was uh, very similar to some of our suppliers. The story arc was a, a family farmer who industrialized his farm and, and then had the epiphany that this isn't what he wanted to do and and went back to the start and, and, and returned to farming the way that the family had done before. Um, so, so that film was actually made. Uh, it was conceived internally and and was made by a uh, a filmmaker from London, a guy named Johnny Kelly. And the stop motion animation uh, uh, that was done by a guy who had worked on the Wallace and Gromit uh, movies. Oh, nice! I'm a huge Wallace and Gromit They're fan. Amazing. The, the marketing things and the, the voice uh, tends to have originated from uh, Chipotle, and, and, and we've had some uh, really talented um, uh, third-party partners and, and agencies along the way that have helped us do some of those things and, and helped us evolve the voice a little bit over the years. You know, having spent about 32 years now in the natural and organic products industry, uh, I tend to be a little more skeptical. But and then seeing that video, then shortly after you guys did the non-GMO pledge, and for people that don't understand in terms of food supply and any sort of manufacturing or restaurant operation, if you a lot of bakers will make organic bread, often they will not put an organic seal on it for two reasons. Sometimes the certification cost is high. The other reason is also that if they do their labels as organic and there are any supply interruptions. They're not going to be able to sell their products unless they have availability of ingredients. So I have to say, despite my more skeptical brain, I continue to be impressed. Um, and uh, I look forward to getting any feedback from folks that might have a different take. My former colleague and friend Warren Jones is going to listen to this episode and say, Matt, if you really care about the animals, you shouldn't eat them. Disregarding that cognitive dissonance, I do think the substantive differences are really noteworthy. Uh, and if, if you have time for one more story, I, I have a great Absolutely. one to, to close out on. Uh, you know, and, and this was one of the inspirations for for the Back to the Start film, actually. And and uh, kind of what prompted this is, you know, what you were saying just there. Um, you know, I, I think when you're somebody who really understands these issues and the importance of these issues in food more societally, then the things that, that, that we've done as a business resonate with you more. And, and, and one of my favorite, uh, uh, Chipotle suppliers and, and supplier stories, and, and this gentleman was, was one of the people who was sort of the motivation for the story arc of, of the little animated film. It's a gentleman named Russ Kramer, and, and he, he operates, uh, a pork co-op called Ozark Mountain. Uh, Russ, Russ lives in a place called Frankenstein, Missouri, in the shadow of the Ozark. <laughs> nice. And uh, Russ grew up in a farming family, uh, and 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 says, you know, as a kid, he liked pigs more than people, and he uh, uh, grew up working on the farm and, and went off to college uh, to ag school. When he finished college, uh, he came back to the family farm and convinced them that the only way to make money in hogs was to industrialize, raising pigs in these big confined you know buildings and and all of that. So they did that and. Uh, one day, while while out tending to the pigs, uh, 
Russ got gored by one of his boars, and in in kind of typical tough farm boy fashion, he you know, kind of pulled his boot up a little higher and and went on about his day. And and that injury nearly killed him uh, because it was resistant because of all the antibiotics that they they were feeding the pigs. Uh, he went three or four courses of antibiotics wow. uh, before they were able to arrest the infection. And, and there's a great NBC, one of the NBC news magazine shows uh, from several years ago now with, with Russ telling this story, and he, he tells it better than I, although I've heard him tell it enough that I know the, the basics of it. And, uh, and and that's when he decided that we're not going to do this anymore. Um, you know, I don't want this to be sort of our legacy and, and the way we're raising these animals. So they went back to doing it the, the way they, they did before, and he really learned a lot about sort of the, the natural barriers in, in that landscape to the spread of disease and things, and uh, he has worked tirelessly to put together this this little Ozark Mountain uh, pork co-op, and uh, and it's guys like Russ and those, those stories that were the, the motivation for uh, for that little film and 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 there are so uh, so many of them in, in our system and and uh, uh, and elsewhere I, I spoke with a guy who who you may also know of uh, 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 will Harris who raises uh, organic beef cattle in in Georgia and and uh, will and I spoke at a conference together at the Monterey Bay Aquarium in in uh, out in your neck of the woods and uh, to that film and he said that film that that, that you know, Chris just showed from Chipotle. That's my story. Uh, you know, Will is another you know, fourth or fifth generation a cattle rancher, and and when he got uh, to the the point of thinking about what his legacy would be, what he was going to leave to the next generation of the family, he didn't want it to be that commodity cattle ranching uh, model, and and so he started over again. And and those guys are really, I think, uh, amazing stories and and amazing inspiration. Yeah, and, absolutely. And- and if uh, listeners aren't aware, so many of the farmers, whether they're dairy farmers, pork, poultry uh, ranchers that operate under contract for big suppliers, they get screwed royally. They make no money. You know, it's the untold story of America's industrial agriculture. It's really unfortunate, and and I don't remember which of our suppliers uh, made this observation once, but it, it was it was one of the folks from Nyman Ranch, and and the observation was this: when you're participating in a commodity system, whether you're producing you know dairy as as you're just referencing, or chicken, or pork, or whatever it is. The commodity markets say this is how much we will pay you for your chicken, pigs, milk, you know, cattle, corn, whatever it is you're producing. When you step out of that system and into a system like uh, Nyman Ranch, that transaction changes, and and instead of being this is what we'll pay you. The the transaction now becomes how much do you want for your pigs, and. And that's a really important shift, and it's one that uh, gives the, the 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 farmer a better opportunity uh, to, to to earn a good living and and to raise animals in a way that uh, makes a whole lot more sense. And and so it's really just a, it, it, there's more winning for everyone involved in the system in that kind of a model. All right, that's the bonus episode. If you want to learn more, check out the film under contract. It's a brilliant exploration 
of the relationship between large industrial food processors and their contract farmers. In addition, if you're concerned about antibiotic in meat, look at Consumers Union Antibiotic Scorecard. Thanks again to Chris Arnold. Subscribe, share, sign up for our email, buy a tote bag, cornucopia, the cult culture and business of food. Thanks for listening. This is Cornucopia. Yeah, yeah, yeah.